Hey there, everyone, and welcome to Leap of Faith Podcast. I'm Lorraine. I'm your host today, and I welcome you uh, again to this uh, reading of God's Word once a day, one chapter a day, uh, one bite a day. So uh, today is episode 60.2, and we are reading Genesis ep- uh, chapter 32. Sorry about that. So, uh, I'm so glad you're able to join me today. Uh, It is Monday, and uh, we are done with Thanksgiving, and so we are now going to be full speed ahead to Christmas. Uh, So, I hope everybody just kind of numbers their steps, make lists, and just kind of focus on getting your stuff done early so that you can really and truly enjoy Uh, Christmas Day. I know in the past I have run right up until the last minute. I mean, we were wrapping presents on Christmas Eve. So, I mean, uh, it's always been a crazy, crazy time, but I'm really trying to learn a better way. So, uh, anyway, uh, enjoy it. Enjoy the time uh, and just, you know, relax. It's not worth getting all tied up about. So, I'm going to open this up in prayer. And then uh, we'll go ahead and dive right into our chapter reading. Holy God, mighty God, we come to your throne so thankful for all that you do, all that you provide, Lord. We're thankful for family and friends uh, and uh, every little thing that you always provide. We, We give you glory and thanksgiving for that. So we... um. We just want to give you, well, like I said, we just want to give you the glory for what you do for us. Uh, We know we don't have anything without you. So we just, we just want to say, we know that we're not worthy of it. And we know that you uh, love us so much. You love us so much that you gave us your one and only son to die on the cross for us. That's how much you love us. And uh, we are thankful for that. We're thankful for the blood he shed and the gift of salvation, Lord. Lord, I'm thankful for those that are out there listening. I pray blessings over them. Order all of our steps. Keep us focused uh, on what's most important, which is the reason uh, that Christmas is here or almost here. And uh, we're just thankful for the gift of that little baby. And Lord, uh, I pray that you will grow this ministry if that's what your will is. Uh, I pray that it will get out there to the four corners of the earth. And people will start reading their Bibles one chapter a day because that's what we do. There's always something to learn. So uh, we pray that you will reveal that to us today. We invite you into this time in your word. We ask you to bless it, anoint it, and guide and direct us. So give us the right words to say, like I always say. Lord, take us where you want us to go. Let us meet the people you want us to meet. Let us say the words you want us to say and keep us out of your way. In Jesus' name, amen. All right. Let's go ahead and dive into chapter 32. So we just left off with Laban and Jacob making a pact. That was on Friday. So now Jacob is going back to his land, which is what God told him to do. As Jacob started on his way again, angels of God came to meet him. When Jacob saw them, he exclaimed, this is God's camp. So he named the place Mahanaim. I think that's how you say it, Mahanaim. Jacob sends gifts to Esau. Then Jacob sent messengers ahead to his brother Esau, who was living in the region of Seir 
in their land of Edom, in the land of Edom. He told them, give this message to my master Esau, humble, humble greetings from your servant Jacob. Until now, I have been living with Uncle Laban, and now I own cattle, donkeys, flocks of sheep and goats, and many servants, both men and women. I have sent these messengers to inform my Lord of my coming, hoping that you will be friendly to me. After delivering the message, the messengers returned to Jacob and reported, We met your brother Esau, and he is already on his way to meet you, with an army of 400 men. Jacob was terrified at the news. He divided his household along with the flocks and herds and camels into two groups, he thought. If Esau meets one group and attacks it, perhaps the other group can escape. Then Jacob prayed, O God of my grandfather Abraham and God of my father Isaac, O Lord, you told me, return to your own land and to your relatives, and you promised me I will treat you kindly. I am not worthy of all the unfailing love and faithfulness you have shown to me, your servant. When I left home and crossed the Jordan River, I owned nothing except a walking stick. Now my household fills two large camps. O oh Lord, please rescue me from the hand of my brother Esau. I am afraid that he is coming to attack me along with my wives and children. But you promised me I will surely treat you kindly and I will multiply your descendants until they become as numerous as the sands along the seashore, too many to count. Jacob stayed where he was for the night. Then he selected these gifts from his possessions to present to his brother Esau. 200 female goats, 20 male goats, 200 ewes, 20 rams, 30 female camels with their young, 40 cows, 10 bulls, 20 female donkeys, and 10 male donkeys. He divided these animals into herds and assigned them, I'm sorry, assigned each to different servants. Then he told his servants, go ahead of me with the animals, but keep some distance between the herds. <clears throat> he gave these instructions to the men leading the first group. When my brother Esau meets you, he will ask, whose servants are you? Where are you going? Who owns these animals? You must reply, they belong to your servant Jacob, but they are a gift from his master, from his mas for his master Esau. Look, he is coming right behind us. Jacob gave the same instructions to the second and third herdsmen and to all who followed behind the herds. You must say the same thing to Esau when you meet him and be sure to say, look, your servant Jacob is right behind us. Jacob thought, I will try to appease him by sending gifts ahead of me. When I see him in person, perhaps he will be friendly to me. So the gifts were sent on ahead while Jacob himself spent that night in the camp. Jacob wrestles with God. During the night, Jacob got up and took his two wives, his two servants' wives, and his 11 sons and crossed the Jabbok River with them. After taking them to the other side, he sent over all his possessions. This left Jacob all alone in the camp, and a man came and wrestled with him until the dawn began to break. When the man saw that he would not win the match, he touched Jacob's hip and wrenched it out of its socket. Then the man said, let me go for the dawn is breaking. But Jacob said, I will not let you go unless you bless me. What is your name? The man asked. He replied, Jacob. 
Your name will no longer be Jacob, the man told him. From now on, you will be called Israel, because you have fought with God and with men and have won. Please tell me your name, Jacob said. Why do you want to know my name? The man replied. Then he blessed Jacob there. Jacob named the place Peniel, which means face of God. For he said, I have been God's I have seen God's face to face, yet my life has been spared. The sun was rising as Jacob left Peniel, and he was limping because of the injury to his hip. Even today, the people of Israel don't eat the tendon near the hip socket because of what happened that night when the man strained the tendon of Jacob's hip. All right. I didn't highlight a lot, uh, in honesty. Uh, I... For whatever reason, I did highlight Mahanaim, I guess that's the way you say it, um, which is God's camp. And then Jacob, basically, uh, the couple of things that I did highlight, um, Jacob is sending gifts to, to Esau because he wants to appease him. So in five, I have sent these messengers to inform my Lord of my coming, hoping that you will be friendly to me. So he's really hoping that Esau is going to like, you know, be not so mad at him after all those years. Uh, we could probably take a little instruction from that if you have any kind of uh, uh, bad feelings toward anybody, or maybe they've got bad feelings towards you. I don't know. Uh, we met your brother Esau, and he is already on his way to meet you with an army of 400 men. And Jacob was terrified at the news. Um, I'd be terrified, too, if somebody was coming at me with 400 men. So Jacob does what he's supposed to do. He prays to God. And so the, Jacob prayed and he prayed, Oh God, my father, uh, the God of my grandfather, Abraham, and the God of my father, Isaac. Um, he's reminding God, you know, re return to your own land and to your relatives and I will treat you kindly. You know, he reminds him that they are going to be um, more numerous than the sands along the seashore. Too many to count. Uh, he is begging him basically in 11. Oh, Lord, please rescue me from the hand of my father Esau. I mean, he's just, you know, he's definitely, you know, on his hands and knees, I'm sure. So then I jumped down. So it's, you know, telling us what he's going to give to Esau. I um, highlighted the the first line of um I guess it's 21. Uh, Jacob thought, I will try to appease him by sending gifts ahead of me. Uh, perhaps he will be friendly to me. So the gifts were sent on ahead while Jacob himself spent the night in the camp by himself. And he wrestles with God, apparently. Um, all alone in the camp, a man came and wrestled with him until the dawn began to break. I don't know exactly what that means. I don't know. Obviously, they were actually physically fighting. I don't know. Um, but then he renames Jacob Israel. So that's, where, I guess, where we get the nation of Israel from. Um, because you fought with God and with men and have won. And then the last line, uh, I have seen God face to face, yet my life has been spared. Because nobody gets to see God face to face. So I don't, I don't, honestly, I don't know what all of this means, but I think this is God just trying to get Jacob back to, to his homeland so that he can make amends with his brother and, you know, become the, the king, the head of the country of Israel, you know, the nation of, of Israel. So 
that's it for today. I don't have a takeaway or anything, you know, pray, pray, pray. I mean, that's always a big, big deal. I mean, that's, um, you know, praying is the first thing you should be doing if you're in trouble. So, and, uh, I have a couple of prayer warriors that I always fall upon to help me with, uh, praying if I have stuff going on. So, so, uh, with that said, I'm going to go ahead and lead us in the prayer of salvation. If you have not made, uh, Jesus Lord of your life, then this is your time. This is your moment. Um, it's not about me and you, or it's about you and God and, uh, and your relationship with him. So if you don't have a relationship with God or with Jesus and you want one with him, then this is your time. Um, it says in the Bible, you should, uh, confess with your mouths and, and believe it in your heart that Jesus Christ is your Lord and Savior. So I'm going to go ahead and say the prayer. Go ahead and say it with, and, uh, and, and then we'll move on from there. So Heavenly Father, I today I put my trust in you. I am not perfect to know that I have sinned against you. Please forgive me. I thank you for the sacrifice of your one and only Son, Jesus Christ, on the cross for my sins. It's his perfect and spotless blood that covers all of my sins, past, present, and future. On this day, I accept him as my Lord and Savior into my heart and will live my life for him. Thank you for my salvation. In Jesus' name, amen. If you said that prayer for the first time, congratulations. You are now a brother or sister in the kingdom of heaven. And uh, now it's your time to start uh, being a fisher of men. Uh, we always say this. This is not a... a you know, spectator sport. This is something you want to get right into. So we uh, always strongly urge uh, our listeners, anybody who got saved, to get to a church, get to a pastor, somebody who can help you navigate to the next step, answer any questions that you may have, uh, you know, uh, whatever that might be. I don't know, but, uh, or you might be a seasoned person who fell off, you know, for a little while and you just re- um, committing yourself to to a life with Christ so but having that relationship is so important um, and uh, if you're not having a relationship with him that you can't hear him speaking to you and that's just like any relationship uh, any kind of friendship family whatever if you're not communicating then there is no relationship so uh, so get to the church uh, join a ministry uh, volunteer, whatever it is that you feel God is telling you to do, go ahead and do it and uh, start living for Jesus. So that's it for today. I don't know what time it is that you're uh, getting to sit down and listen to this. Maybe you're in your car listening on a podcast. I don't know. But whatever it is, morning, noon, or night, I'm just glad that you were able to join me. So uh, thank you once again, and I pray blessings over you, and I will see you tomorrow. Take care.